interesting people, incredible stories. This is Talk All Things with JP. And welcome to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. Thanks to Oasis AU, your food paradise. How many times have you read a review praising a film to the skies, gone to see it, and it's a stinker? What's going on? Cinephilia provide film reviews of the latest movies as well as an extensive archives of classics, art house, and Australian films. Reviewer and Editor-in-Chief Bernard Henningway joins me on this episode to explain more. And welcome to Talk All Things Bernard. Hi there, JP. Hi. Uh, welcome to... It's, it's it's great to have you on the show today. Well, good, good to be here. Thank you. Uh, before we get into the uh, episode, let's do some getting to know you questions. Okay. For me, music puts me in a very good mood. I'm just wondering, what could we find on your Spotify playlist? Oh, at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of music from the 40s and 50s. You know, really the great American songbook is what they call all the classics by Jerome Kern, Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, all that kind of stuff. That's my that's my go-to era listening at the moment and what do you like to do to relax um well funny enough watch movies and we're recording the episode in the studio and i have a famous uh, time machine the talk of things time machine now if you could step into future or past and only choose one what would you choose and why um i'd go definitely into the past it's not like the idea of the future because i don't know what's going to happen so I'm probably if I had a moment that I could go back to and start it all over again, I'd go to Nimbin in 1972. Why 1972? Well, 72, I was 21, and it was part of the flower power um, decade, I suppose you would call it. Um, and it was just like a great, great, the greatest time of my life. Everything was sort of easy and no responsibilities and, um, you know, what more could you ask for? Beautiful weather, beautiful people. It was just a great time to be alive. I'm glad that I was there at that time. That's really good. So those are all the getting to know you questions. Let's talk cinema. Okie dokie. So when did you first know you had a love for cinema? Um, I suppose there were... So every movie was just PG. And my parents used to take me to what were the big movies of the day back when I was little, were think musicals like South Pacific, The Sword and Sandal, epics like The Ten Commandments, big visual spectacle films. So, yeah, I was in, in awe, really, of the, the scale of cinema and what it could do. And I probably... I only became conscious of movies as an art form in the well in the seventies. It would have been once again when I started to go to um, well, what was called then Cinematheque, which is 
I mean, I have a similar thing in Acme now in Flinders, um, in Flinders Street. And um, they'd show movies, but centered around a certain thing. It might be a particular director, or it might be a particular style. So it could be, um, I remember distinctly, you know, watching films by Elia Kazan, nothing probably your um, listeners would know about um, anymore, but he was in his day an important, very important director. Or they would, or they would show movies according to themes, like film noir, which we're still going today quite um, healthily, um, or various, or what they might call women's films. So looking at films not just as an as a escape or a time, a way to fill in time, but actually just sort of look at films in relation to each other. So more as a work of art and more as a um, practice and a craft than just a piece of escapism. That was a pretty long-winded question. I'm sorry, man. That's okay. And uh, could you tell us about cinephilia? Yeah, well, cinephilia is something I just sort of stumbled on. I started in 1999, which was just when the internet was um, beginning. And the wisdom back in those days was that success on the internet um, meant building communities. And there was a sort of a catchphrase, content is king. Um, all this t- turned out to be completely incorrect, as most predictions are. Uh, and the internet is very different from how it was originally envisaged back in the late 90s. But um, I was looking for content and because I'd been watching films for a long time, I'd started keeping books um, and just listing the films that I'd seen so that I could recall, so I could go back and see if I'd seen them again because I've got to the point I've seen so many films I couldn't remember if I'd seen a film or not. So I had all this, um, this collection of data, I suppose you would call it, and uh, I transferred that all into a website which um, I was um, running at that particular stage. And then I heard about, I don't know, I suppose was talking to someone at a movie, and I heard about media screenings, which is where the distributors of the films show the movie to critics to get them to review the film and, you know, as a way of, uh, of PR or promoting it. So then I started going to um, media review, media screenings, and it just built up from there. And now there's about 6,000 reviews in the, in the database. Nice. And what movies do you specialise in? Well, basically movies which are interesting, which stimulate. So, you know, they can go pretty much across the board. But... Um, you know, classic movies, you know, from the Hollywood studio years, which is where I kind of started off watching movies. Um, cult movies, um, by which I mean sort of off-speed. I don't mean sort of slasher films and things like that. Um, Australian films, uh, of course, are an important um, one. Um, but basically any film which offers a basis to engage with it Rather than just escape, so I don't. I don't really do. I've never really done 
um, superhero movies, spectacular, big spectacle-oriented movies. I don't do horror. I can't understand how anyone could watch horror. But, um, yeah, that's about the, the ambit of my film watching. Plus, I've had other people during the um, years, you know, well over 20 years now, come and go and review films. It's all basically within that, that range. And how do you actually review a movie? Well, I suppose, you know, I mean, this, since the development of home theatre with videos in the 80s, um, we haven't needed to go to the movies um, to watch a film. But the, the process, so what I watch is a function both why I go to the movies to see and what I have seen, you know, at home in uh, on television or watching videos and DVDs and now streaming. So my general process would be, I suppose, when the film is finished, I've got a kind of emotional response just kind of sitting there which I build around the star system. So if it's um, a pretty good film worth watching, I would um, say, oh, it's, you know, it's probably worth about a three to a three and a half. Then I would start writing the um, review. In the process of writing, I might reevaluate certain aspects of the film. So the film could move up a notch or move down if I started to get a bit critically oh no it wasn't as good as that so yeah that's basically the um, the process movie affects you in a particular way positively or negatively and then you come up with a verbal justification a recommendation to other people whether they should watch that film or not and putting you on the spot uh, here what are your Three top movies. But I, I suppose my long-held favourite would be Midnight Cowboy, which I think is you know, one of the best films that was ever made. Um, that would be, belongs to the same group of films, once again going back to my heyday in the 70s, probably Roman Polanski's Chinatown. These are films which I can watch again and again and again. And then I've got one, what they call guilty pleasure, I suppose, which would be um, School of Rock, which I just think is a perfect film um, directed by Richard Linklater and an absolute you know, sensational performance by Jack Black. Not necessarily the greatest film ever made, but a film I probably watched uh, 20 times and never felt like, oh, I'm sort of over it. Just loved it every time I watched it. So there's my top three. And Bertha, for all my listeners who are listening to this uh, episode and want to follow your journey, want to find out where your website is, where could they do that? Well, they've just got to jump onto cinephilia.net.au. Or they can go to cinephilia.com.au. I'll spell cinephilia for you, which means love of cinema. Mm-hmm. So it's C I N E P H I L I A D 
Net.net.au. And yep. yeah, you've got you've got twenty worth twenty years worth of um, my watching cinema there for your pleasure and use. Mm. Bernard, thank you very much for coming onto the podcast show. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we can talk again soon. Sure, pleasure. See you, JP. And a great chat from Bertha. Can't wait to get in front of the big screens and get some popcorn and a nice drink. Thanks for listening to Talk of Things with JP. I'm your JP. See you next week. This has been another episode of the Talk All Things with JP podcast. For more, check us out on Spotify and chuck us a like on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm.